everyone. Welcome back to the Bible Belt Bros. The long-awaited return has come. We are back. The prodigal son has returned. The prodigal son. Yeah. That'd be you, Dusty. Uh, here's the thing, Andrew. I was like, oh, COVID. Let's, let's just get, instead of like, because we're kind of a podcast that people uh, listen to on their way to work, usually. At least that's what I'm assuming. <laughs> or on their way back. And so when people aren't going to work or commuting to work, I thought, oh, we could just take some time and get caught up, get a couple in the pocket, and then we never record it. <laughs> I just want to say, not less than two minutes ago, I said, are we going to talk about Corona? And oh, you said crap. no. And within the first 10 words out of your mouth, <laughs> you said COVID. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Uh, it's still a thing, right? That's awesome. It's probably going to be relevant again later this year, supposedly. Yeah, I don't know. With as much um, stuff they're coming out contradicting them, I don't know. We are living in the end times, basically. There's, 2020 seems that way. I saw a screenshot of the movie. Was it? Uh, I can't remember what the movie title was. Uh, it's got The Rock in it. It's about like the apocalypse, all these crazy things happening. And it like had a screenshot of what downtown Los Angeles looked like. And then like... A screenshot of what it looks like after the riots, <laughs> and it's like very similar. <laughs> so it's see, just there's cray-cray. like Will Smith, which is I am Legend. I mean, yeah, that yeah. I think is also downtown LA. I don't know, could be New York. It probably is New York, but I mean, New York looks like that right now. So, do you want to talk about COVID? It's up to you, man. I don't. I could, but I just want to do a quick thing. Okay, because I think it's funny. Yeah, like all right, I'm all about quickies. Regardless of what you believe, if COVID was overblown or underblown, and da 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 da, uh, if is it a conspiracy against Trump or is it a conspiracy against China or is it Chinese warfare? Is China it, is it China? Was China doing it for their own population control? Who knows? There's lots of crazy, weird theories out there. But my thing is, we watch so many movies about the apocalypse, about zombies, about the world going to crap and what are we going to do to survive that it felt like people wanted it to happen because they've fantasized about the scenario for so long that it just felt like in some ways we did want a crazy virus to come and attack us and us and what we realized is none of us can survive <laughs> I, I know i wanted zombies <laughs> yeah, because uh, you want to shoot zombies. Exactly. I was stockpiled on ammo. Uh, yeah. I was oh, going to go gosh. buy me some treadmills, wrap them around my house. Yeah, we're in Oklahoma, and so everybody's stockpiled on ammo. Except me, which is the topic for today, Andrew. Wow, what a perfect segue. Nice segue. Uh, still got it. <laughs> today, I wanted to talk to you, Andrew, because with all the riots and all the crazy stuff that's kind of gone on, which ironically it feels like the states with the confederate flag or the confederate states have less violent protests than the right. states that were in the north it was just kind of just a just a different uh i don't know it's kind of weird but uh with all the protests going on it, it just kind of started making me think because i've seen some people like online asking like screenshots and who knows if they're real or not but like a gun person that was like against having guns in their home texting friends saying, dude, can I borrow a gun just to protect my family through all of this? And the guy's like, sorry, uh, can't help you out, dude. Yep. You don't, I don't want to go against your belief system. 
<laughs> so that's right. And and Congress and everybody, all these anti gun people are saying, Why do you need AR fifteens? <laughs> Let me show you why I need a thirty round mag in my AR fifteen. Here's why. And so with all of that, I, I live in an area that I wouldn't even if they were protesting inside of neighborhoods and such instead of businesses. I don't live where I th- I, fl- I live off a road that's very like skinny, heavily busy, traveled. heavily traveled. I don't think it would be an issue where I'm at. But I had like a night dream or couldn't sleep or something like that, and I just like, what if it did happen? You know, like what if I was in a scenario and there's there's people right like I have a pocket knife. Like I don't have I don't even know if I have like a sharp pocket knife either. It's just a. <laughs> Can opener, basically. <laughs> so I, I don't know. Like I was thinking the same thing. I was like, well, I wonder if Andrew would let me borrow a gun. And then I thought, Yeah, no, I need. Am all I going to have guns. to use a second stimulus check to buy guns and ammo <laughs> just to be safe? At this point, you're going to use that stimulus check just to buy ammo because it is so scarce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I've uh, I've talked to one of our friends about how much ammo he has stockpiled. He said, I'm kind of a hoarder, but who knows? I might need it soon. <laughs> so yep. It's like 14,000 rounds or something he's got stored up in his house. Oh, yeah. my gosh. But I was thinking, man, I need, I freaking need night vision. You know, if this is going to happen at night, I need to know where people are. I need heartbeat sensors. You know, I need a UAV drone above my house. Like to- Somebody's been playing Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, true. And so uh, I need to call in airstrikes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I just thought, like, what would happen? You know, and, and in this, everybody's trying to defund the police. And what does that actually look like? I don't really know. Uh, the worst case scenario is that... It's back to the wild, wild west, and if you want my stuff, I'm going to stop you. And so the question I'm having is, one, Andrew convinced me to get a gun, because that's that's the argument you're going to be on, is why I should get a gun. I don't have any really strong arguments of why I sh- don't have a gun, besides I don't, I like to shoot. I've gone shooting, and... Uh, we've shot in your backyard. We've shot, we shoot in our backyard, but I just have never had the drive for one. I've... I'm a kind of a klutz, and I just know I'll probably accidentally shoot myself. So what you're saying is you have low testosterone. What? Low, low you're test- not a man. <laughs> I'm not a man. That's not what that means, Andrew. So I've just always kind of like not had the need for it. I thought I would probably do myself more harm than good if I had a gun. And so I just kind of feel like it might be irresponsible for me not to at this point. And I'm not even a gun advocate. I'm not a two-way guy. Like, I'm not the guy that's marching down the street. I'm just a typical guy that doesn't care about guns but thinks maybe I'm irresponsible not having some sort of protection at my house. Um, Especially, I live in a country. So, yes, a protest might not be outside my house, but less policing outside my house. And... Maybe even maybe even more or less policing in the future as all these we can talk about the story of our house church. Oh, bring yeah. that up. That's kind of funny. So, anyways, what are your thoughts on guns and what's the Bible say about guns and protecting yourself? Well, I am very, very much pro guns. I mean, we've talked about this on our podcast numerous times. We've had Johnny on our It's kind of been our most uh, popular episodes yeah. every time we talk about guns. Yeah. So obviously I am very pro gun. I was in the military military so i have no issues with guns or people owning guns as long as people are responsible about it and have proper training and i do believe that if you own a gun i personally believe you should probably have to go through a gun safety class in order to buy a gun just so you know how to use it 
but obviously that's not a law. But the Bible actually talks about it, it, although it doesn't specifically talk about guns because guns weren't a thing during biblical times, it does talk a lot about protecting yourself, protecting your family. And so that's kind of where I'm going to go into. And it also kind of talks about the opposite. Whereas like Ecclesiastes says, wisdom is better than weapons, but one sinner destroys much good. So in that verse, it's saying, you know, be smart. You don't have to pick, use a weapon, but in, in some situations you do have to. There's a, a verse in Luke, Luke twenty two thirty six says, but now let the one who has money bag take it and likewise a knapsack and let the one who has no sword sell his cloak and buy one. So Luke 22 says, if you don't have something to protect yourself, sell your your belongings, sell whatever it takes to, to be able to afford one and go buy one so that you can protect yourself and your family. So there's a lot of, of verses that, that talk about it, like uh, uh, Exodus 22. Dusty, we're about to come up to this in our house church. Okay. It says, if a thief is found breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there shall be no blood guilt for him. But if the sun has risen on him, there shall be blood guilt for him. He shall surely pay. If he has nothing, then he shall be sold for his theft. So if you kill him while he's breaking into your house, okay, uh, he deserved it. Right. But And if he's not, then he gets found out and is basically a slave, sold right. into slavery. In this case, imprisoned. Right, which is kind of modern-day slavery. Yeah, like they make license plates and other things yeah, in prison they're, now. They're being used for gain for right. for the state. For profit, right. Which is kind of the uh, whole argument on why we have so many people incarcerated here for... Cheap labor. Cheap labor, basically. Yeah, exactly. So that, that, that's really my thoughts on it. I mean... Well, I looked up Luke 11, I think earlier, verses 21, says, For when a strong man is fully armed and guards his palace, his possessions are safe. Until someone even stronger attacks and overpowers him, strips him of his weapons, and carries off his belongings. And that's from Jesus. It's in red. So, so it just meant like like that is the, the battle that we have, right? It's just somebody else with more weapons coming in. And so... That's why I need night vision. That's why I need, I need uh, UAV, airstrikes, all that kind of stuff outside my, my property. Yeah, and I would say, you know, you could call me, but I got my own place to protect. Right, and it, it would be irresponsible of me to call you to to do something that I should have done myself. Right. You know, like my personal responsibility, we'll talk about this in the next podcast, but it's kind of like reaping what you sow a little bit. You know, if I'm if I'm not sowing the seed of, you know, protection for my house, then I'm going to reap the, the the possibility of having somebody try to take my stuff and I'm not, have, I'm not able to guard my palace, right. supposedly. And so Now, you do have my crossbow. I do, but that takes so long to load. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, so I'll just be, <laughs> it'd be like a musket, you know, and I'm like, I shoot, <laughs> and I'm like, hold on, guys. All right, let me get the second one. Well, hopefully, one loaded. Can, at least, if there's multiple people, hopefully they're not coming in in a stacked formation, and you can take one out there and take his gun and shoot oh, others. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm bringing a crossbow to a gunfight. That's right. <laughs> Yours is silent, though, so when you shoot the first That's guy, true. the others won't know. The others won't know. And so you'll still have the element of surprise. So in this scenario, I'm like, I have Jason Bourne-type skills. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that I have not been practicing. If anything, I've been doing the opposite of couch sitting and beer drinking for 
but COVID-19 <laughs> while you're doing all that you're watching born identity and so you're training your mental skills so it's, it's like the like watching football and be like i could have made that catch are yeah, you kidding exactly. me <laughs> like no i, I mean, couldn't okay? <laughs> i couldn't even have been in that spot in five seconds like that guy was <laughs> i could have thread that neil this quarterback's terrible this quarterback is terrible give me a mad let me hit that x key <laughs> you know like, uh it's just uh yeah so I, I just thought, I know that you're, you're on the side of having guns and why that's important. And I'm kind of leaning that way, just even if it's for my protection. But I agree, I need training. And so then I'm going to have to shoot more. And then I'm going to have to come over to your house or my house and just have targets and blah, 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 blah. It does become an expensive hobby. Yeah. Especially in, in times like this where ammo is scarce. So the price of ammo increases drastically. Mm-hmm. And that, so like right now I'm at the point where I don't want a recreational shoot because what if I have actually have to use that ammo for something? Uh, can you I, buy ammo that isn't as expensive to practice with? You can buy dirty ammo. By dirty ammo, I mean it, it, it dirties up your weapon, oh, your gun. Which is not good. Which I, yeah, I hate cleaning it. So I, I'd hate dirty ammo that makes my gun dirtier and harder to clean. I consider steel ammo. I use brass ammo. It's clean. Steel ammo is very dirty, so I don't like using steel ammo. Okay. But I thought there was maybe some, and that's how I know nothing about weapons, but I thought that there was maybe something that's a little bit more for target shooting uh, that doesn't have a substance, as much substance to it. or like There is target ammo, yes. Um, but you call that dirty ammo? No. Oh, okay. um, because... Target ammo is still, it's going to be the same uh, grain and still brass. It's just the tip is not going to uh, spread, so it's going to stay tighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas like a critical defense or a home defense round is meant to to uh, explode out, kind of mushroom, so that it creates more damage. And also so that it when it hits a bone, it will stop on that bone. So, like, if you're shooting through a wall and it hits the wall, mm-hmm. it won't go through the wall. Whereas target ammo will go through the wall. Gotcha. So, so almost less safe. Yes. Yeah, because you can shoot through stuff. For you, it'd be fine as long as you know where your wife is at all times when you're shooting in the house. <laughs> if that should ever be a yeah. scenario. Um but as far as if you're out in public and you're something's happening, like you get mugged or something, you really want a critical defense or a home defense round in your chamber so that if you shoot past some or you miss your target, it will hit like a brick wall or, or something and stop. Anyways, we're not going to talk about all that. We can go on different types of ammo for hours. <laughs> you can. I yeah. can just listen because I have – and I still like – you said things and I'm like, okay. Okay, I'll have to Google that later because I already forgot. <laughs> but I, I'm to the point where I think I probably should be responsible enough to at least know how to use a weapon and have some sort of weapon, regardless of the types of bullets or whatever. I, I'm kind of at that point in my life. Now, let's tell a quick story about our house church. Okay, and, before we get to that, okay, I got one more thing okay. about training. So Oklahoma is a constitutional carry state meaning you no longer have to have a concealed license to carry concealed in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. But I still, 
tell all my friends, and I still recommend to everyone that they go through the the concealed carry class and get their license, although they don't need it, one, because other states will reciprocate that concealed carry. So not many states will reciprocate a constitutional carry state. Um, But they will look, if you have your concealed carry, they'll accept that in more states than not. So I still recommend it to everyone. If you're going to kill concealed carry, take the class, be responsible. You can even do some of the, you still have to go to a shooting portion, but you can do the class online in some places, but it's only a couple hours out of your life. So be responsible if you're going to do it. Uh, I got two friends doing it this weekend. so. And I did think actually, even if I don't have a gun, I should take that course and just have that opportunity, um, have the knowledge you know, right? At least take a gun safety course. Yeah, not necessarily. Even if you don't plan on carrying, but and we have a friend, a, a good friend that lives right down the road from you, that can give you a gun safety course. Well, I'll have to give him a call. Normally, there's somebody, it's, and it's not him, but it's, it's somebody not. else that shoots. Is it Tannerite? Is that something? Something that explodes. Yes, yeah. you'll hear like pop, pop, boom. Yep, that's Tannerite. Yeah. Well, you got this huge. Like eighty acres behind you, so I'm, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they're out there doing that. Yeah, um, it's it's pretty uh, it's pretty loud. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. All right, on to your story. Okay, so speaking about concealed carry, I guess is now we'll go on to house church. So ironically, Andrew is my house church leader. He is over me in spiritual authority, <laughs> which is so weird. <laughs> And we were having house church one night, uh, actually a couple weeks ago, and our pastor shows up, says, Andrew, can I talk to you? So I'm like, oh, crap, we're in trouble. I really thought I was in trouble, <laughs> guys. So my my house church and my, my pastors will probably hear this. We don't necessarily follow all the house church rules. Oh, we're going to get in trouble. And so he walked in said, and kind of you know did the finger thing and said, Andrew, can I talk to you? And I'm going out there, like, fully expecting, hey, you're not a house church leader anymore. Yeah. You uh, guys aren't a house church. <laughs> and I was, but that's not what he said. Go ahead, Dusty. And so Andrew's out there, and first I'm like, whew, he didn't ask for me. Like, that's that's the first thing that's in my mind is like, like am I in trouble? <laughs> uh, no, actually, Andrew's in trouble. And then Andrew comes in and says house church is canceled, and we're like, we really are in trouble. And so, <laughs> and then what happened is... There was a domestic dispute of some sorts uh, that wa- a lady online had had mentioned, and we were, he was our pastor was getting tagged as a person that could help, and it basically was like I'm being abused mentally and physically, and I need to get out of this house. And this is why another reason of why I'm like, man, I, maybe I need to get a gun because one of the things that is the issue here is that our police department no longer what do they call it? Domestic standby standby. So supposedly nowadays, if there is a domestic dispute inside the home, the police are not going to do anything. They, they said literally they could be shooting at each other in their own house. And that is fine that they are inside their own house. They're not going to intervene. And I just thought that's insane. And then now, and that was before all this other talks of, you know, taking down police departments and well, police ourselves. Like, yeah, Right. Anyways, and so 
So basically, our pastor called us. He always talks about on Sundays having like people who are barely saved right. in our church. And he knew which house church to go to for people who are barely saved. It was ours. And we happened to be next door as well. And so uh, so we basically uh, armed up, and we're going to assist in this domestic dispute and get this girl out of the house, get her into a safer place so she can get over whatever stuff she's on as well. I mean, she wasn't a perfect person either, but we're just trying to help that situation. And then the police showed up because I think our pastor called the police and was like, what do we do? And they're like, well, we can't intervene. And they're like, okay, we will. And we had like six guys ready to go. Like Andrew's for sure carrying. I didn't see it, but I know he was. You saw it. Did you show it to me? I had a pair of scissors. That's all. That was my weapon that of choice. That's true. Did just <laughs> have I didn't have anything. I just in which he got out of my truck at that, and they weren't even scissors. <laughs> and I forget what they're called, but they're for uh, when you're doing search, sutures, stitches. It's what you clamp onto the the suture with. And so I'm rolling up to a domestic dispute with some scissors, and basically, what I think happened is the police saw us. And they were like, we better go. We better go. Because originally they were coming to tell us how to handle the situation because they can't intervene. And then when you have multiple cars rolling up on somebody's house, (laughs) that that could cause a crazier situation. So they actually, we actually didn't have to go inside the house. We actually, an ice cream truck drove by, had some ice cream while we watched this thing play out. That's where it was started to be like, man, like police are going to be able to intervene less and less and less in situations that I, it's going to be hard to know if you're going to have help in this situation or not. And so that's where I was like, I need to be more responsible helping myself. The funniest thing about this whole situation. So we, everything went smoothly. There was no, there wasn't even yelling. The guy I did almost get arrested for going outside yeah. uh, when he wasn't supposed to, which that was funny. Who knows? Like if that's overreaching their authority, like he's on his property. I don't know. I don't know how that all works. Anyways, the next week. So yesterday, Andrew, we roll up in house church. Everybody made sure to bring their gun <laughs> just in case pastor calls on us again. We're all packing. We're all ready to go. So, so everybody was actually carrying except for you. That that night too? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So uh, funny thing is I actually went in and said, I need my boys. Dusty, you can stay here. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Dusty came anyways. I came in. I'm, I'm the cheerleader. I'm moral support. <laughs> But I did specifically single Dusty out because I knew you weren't carrying, and yeah. I knew we were going into a potential. It could have been a lot situation. worse if the police didn't get involved, right? Because it would have. Because if you think about it, think about eight people rolling up on somebody's house, like eight people rolling up on your house, saying this person needs to come get us. Eight stuff. people are going to die. <laughs> exactly, just a crazy situation and kind of a crazy direction the world could turn into. That could be more likely in yep. other areas. Um, so yeah, it's just was another reason of like I should be, I should be. Uh, Don't worry, Dusty. You did have a, a purpose there. You were the guy who was going to stand in the back, and if any shots went down, you're going to dial nine one one and let them know our address. <laughs> yeah, just just letting you guys know, my friends are all dead. Yes, <laughs> because really. you didn't come with us. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't come with us. Which they came with us, and uh, yeah, it was it worked out fine. But yeah, I got I just, ice cream, and then. We're just living in a crazy world at, at this point, and and so I don't know if it's responsible for me not to at least plan for the craziness. Guys, it was great being back with you. 
Dusty, we need to do this more often. Seriously. Yes. You're I, welcome, Trina. We're glad that you're listening. Yes. We'll hope uh, other people come back because it's been a while. I talk to Dusty all the time, and I always ask him, when are we recording? And the dude just never gives me a response. You know, what I've re- learned about myself is I am a good starter, putter together. Like, I love tinkering with, like, live streaming with our YouTube stuff. I love getting it going, figuring stuff out. It's the follow through of the grinding of videos and editing that I just do not, I'm just not good at. And Shay, my wife, has graciously decided to help me be more accountable in those situations. So we're trying to work out a schedule where... You said I, this like four months ago. I know, but we had We this, even prayed about it at House Church. We had this discussion last week. Like, I just needed to give her the things that I want to do, and then we will make us. We will not only just make a schedule, but like, she's going to hold me accountable to it. So, Listen, we, I watched that video with you and Meg, and I liked that oh. job board thing. Yeah, except for everything. <laughs> it was on the left side. <laughs> everything is on the idea side, and that's right. my favorite part is the ideas. I don't like the follow-through. So I'm right there with you. Ask my wife. I don't like to finish projects. Bought a $600 mixer just to make this easier, and then we stopped recording two weeks after. <laughs> I know it stinks. I'm moving further away from you, so it's now going to be harder, so we're going to have to be more intentional. That's true. Andrew got a new house. And House tour soon. Dude, property tour for sure. Uh, 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 uh. But I got welcome a, to my crib. I'm gonna have the perfect place for a, a podcast setup. I'm just saying. Well, I'm thinking maybe we do our videos over there. Maybe we dude, can. that would be the best for video podcasting. Yeah. And then there's a swim pool after. And then I could bring my dog. My dog can be like, it's gonna work out, Andrew. We're gonna have a great time. Party at Andrew's house coming soon on the YouTube. Check us out if you haven't yet. We do have a YouTube. Just search Bible Belt Bros. You can search Bible Belt Bros porn and you never know what you'll see, but it'll probably be one of our episodes. <laughs> so our first episode is Bible Belt Bros porn. <laughs> huh. So uh, quick, quick story. I I, I huh. uh I'm a part of like different Christian YouTuber groups like just trying to network and stuff and then they're like, "Yeah, what's one of your episodes? I'm going to watch it." And I'm like, "Oh, not that one." Not that one. Okay, I don't fit in with these Christian podcasters, <laughs> Christian YouTubers, because all our episodes are a little risque, I guess. But, you know, like our pickup lines. Right. Are, the Dusty Does Manly Things is the only one that was okay. <laughs> okay, guys, I did this on Google, so it's all text. I don't have images turned on, but luckily I <laughs> typed that in, and everything is Bible Belt Bros, Christian... Related? Christian comedy podcast. All right. Yeah. Well, I was going to say. And our YouTube. You could type it in on YouTube, Bible Bellows of Rose Porn. That's probably not the first episode you want to watch, but hey, why not? Easter, Christmas, Fortnite, Rusty Gun, High School, Porn, and more. What? Oh, that's probably one of our Podbean episodes. Episode 35 on Radio Public. Oh. Hey, and we're also on Spotify. We're like Joe Rogan. We're on Spotify as well if you want to catch us out there. But. Check us out on YouTube. We're trying something new, trying to show you some different stuff on YouTube that's not on this audio stuff. And be sure to like, comment, subscribe. We'll see you next week. Take it easy.